0: Welcome back to the podcast, Jess. You guys, I'm here with my bestie, Jessica Stalker. You guys might know her hey from guys. Winter House, or you might know her from Blonde Building Equity, <laughs> or if you're an OG, you might know her as the Metaverse Queen.
1: <laughs> Someone asked me the other day, they're like, are you still doing the Metaverse? I'm what like, don't say? embarrass me.
0: We all go through phases, okay? It's okay. Yeah. to try things out, and if it doesn't work out, you just got to go with.
1: It. Yeah. That was, I forget I even did that. You you were like
0: really into it for a little bit. Yeah. And you were pretty you were killing it. I na- my
1: TikTok was Metaverse Queen. <laughs> I, I changed it. So my first 30,000 followers were from being the Metaverse Queen <laughs> and then I just changed it all of a sudden to be like a couple's page, and half my followers are like, "What the heck? Like, where did, the, like metaverse- like, where where did the metaverse investor? Where did the metaverse queen go?"
0: Okay, when you went on your reality TV show, Winter House, I don't know if we're allowed to say or whatever. we can say it, what did they put as your title? Didn't they say was Met- it metaverse? Queen <laughs> no,
1: <it> wasn't metaverse. <laughs> no, I- wasn't it? No, it was something really embarrassing. <laughs> like,
0: I have a picture, but I have to find it. Somewhere. Crypto.
1: It was. <laughs> it was like crypto real estate not metaverse real estate agent. It was something weird. I have to look it up, but okay.
0: Let's talk about the reality show. What was your intention behind going on in the first place? I guess to be famous. (laughs) 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 I mean, that's pretty true. Most people, not with you, but most people are going on reality TV because that's what they want to get out of it. Yeah.
1: You know, I think, I just wanted exposure for my business. I would be lying if I said I just wanted to have a good time because it didn't align with me whatsoever. It was like a bunch of people, lots of drinking.
0: And you don't even really drink. I don't don't even drink. drink.
1: So I think that it just didn't align. I knew it didn't align with me. It was a lot of partying and drama and just wasn't – Something that I would normally even want to do. Yeah.
0: I mean, for that one, I feel like it's a fun experience for sure for most people. Just because it's like you're on a trip and it's a group of young people. But I think just the way that everything kind of happened, obviously it wasn't.
1: Yeah. Because you're going into it like not really knowing anyone. Yeah. So it's not really like you're with your friends. You're just with random people that you don't know you're going to get along with or not. How did you even get casted for it? So... I don't know if I should say the real thing. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. No, I can say, well, so Jason. <laughs> I can't even ask because it's going to be a lie, huh? <laughs> oh my God. I can. Okay. One of the guys that had previously been on Winter House, I think he had referred them to me. And so I went on because of Jason what the truth you? is I didn't know Jason though. I wish I could just say that <laughs> honestly I, I, I think it's fine if I say that I wish people knew that because they're like why was she such well a do you bitch? want me to say it
0: I remember meeting Jason when he was in town yeah but that was the first time you guys had actually ever met right yeah yeah you guys didn't actually know each other that was like the impression I was under what would be your advice for anyone who thinks that they want to do reality tv or they think it's going to be some type of experience that's going to give them this exposure
1: I think the biggest thing that people should know when you're going on to a reality show, psychologically what they do to you is actually pretty crazy, and I'll kind of break it down for you. So when you first get accepted onto a reality show, they put a producer in place that is close enough to you to where they check in on you daily. Mm-hmm. They're starting to befriend you. You feel like you're really close to them you feel like you can trust them and you build this relationship with them. And all the while they're pretending to tell you the advice, like this is what you need to do. This is how you need to act. And everything they're telling you is to have no filter. They're basically doing Wait, you, exact because, opposite yeah. of what a media trainer trains you to Mm -hmm. do, like a media person, they train you how to be politically correct, what to say and how to act to not offend people. They do the opposite. They're befriending you and they're telling you like, oh my God, everyone's going to love you. Just let it all out. And it's the exact opposite of what you should be doing on a reality television show, in my opinion. I think that you need to go on to the show very calculated on how you want to come across. The things that you say, how you interact with people every second of the day, you need to be calculated. You can't just be free and loose because they'll use that against you and you'll be the crazy one.
0: And of course the producers are going to tell you to act that way because they want the drama, they want the views, they want the show.
1: Yeah, but you don't realize that you're kind of being manipulated by production. Yeah. And you You just think you're, they're your friend. So I would say for anyone that wants to be on reality TV, choose the show wisely. If you're just going on a show that's full of drama and sex and more of a party fun Mm -hmm. show, make sure it aligns with you Yeah, because if it doesn't, you're gonna have a miserable time. Yeah. And don't listen to anyone. Like don't, <laughs> don't listen trust to anyone. any of the cast members. Don't listen to any of the production. Truly only listen to your gut. And if I could give more advice, I would never go on another reality show not knowing any of the girls. Yeah, Only because when you're a girl going on a show and you don't know the girls yet, it's it's very hard to break the ice. Mm-hmm. And especially for me, cause I it's harder for me sometimes to get along with girls it was really difficult to go onto a show not previously knowing the girls.
0: No, I totally feel that. Once the first episode came out, how did you feel about it?
1: After the first episode came out, it wasn't as bad. No, yeah,
0: I remember we watched the first one together. That one, I was like, okay, like, it's fine.
1: Yeah. We were (laughs) like, this is going to be fine. (laughs) And then we saw the other episodes and we're like... It progressively got, like, worse and worse. (laughs) I remember at one point I was like it's not that bad. yeah you were trying to lie to me you're like it's not that and then I was like can you maybe see if they can cut it out <laughs> yeah we got on the phone with production and they're like, like
0: no and I was like
1: it's okay yeah I took uh, that to the extreme the like say what you want like whatever, whatever. No, don't say whatever you want. Because they'll edit it. What was your like mental state out
0: when those episodes were coming out? Because from my perspective, you were obviously really upset by it, because it was just, it felt like they just painted you out to be someone you truly aren't.
1: Yeah, that was I think the hardest thing. When you see yourself edited in a way that it doesn't align with you mm-hmm. it feels so helpless and you have no control you over have it. no control over the yeah. narrative you have no control over the hundreds of thousands of people that are seeing that version of yourself portrayed and judging you and calling you all these crazy names and also seeing a situation in a way that it didn't actually happen the situation that you know happened on the show with the guy and me and him touching me and all that stuff. It didn't actually happen in the way that it was showed. And I had like production, which I've never talked about, but it should be talked about. Like I had production telling me, like even if it's just a kiss, even if like he puts his hands on you, just like couples do really well on the show. They were like very much like grooming me to be with someone that I had decided after the first night, I had decided I actually didn't like him anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was just a few instances that they didn't show that was the decision maker for me. And they made it look like the night that I decided that I didn't like him was right before the uncomfortable scene happened. Yeah. Which wasn't true at all. That was like four days later. And I had already decided it was a no. And I had made it very clear. Yeah. But
0: And I think the worst part of that whole situation was just the way that people were commenting too. Yeah, It
1: was a big eye opener, especially because some of the things that I did say, obviously they didn't force me to say, (laughs) I
0: I said, but I think it's also important to note, like you are a very like open, honest person in real life, but it's not, you never come from like a mean place or like. I wouldn't be friends with you if I like thought yeah. that. You know what I mean? So when I saw that people were like, portraying you in that way, it was just like, I wish people actually could get to know you and like right. knew who you really were because it's not that. Except way.
1: for the Lindsay thing that was kind of <laughs> fucked up. I mean, you but that, like, yes, you definitely said something yeah, that you shouldn't that, have said. Okay. But, <laughs> I don't regret anything at all besides, like, to be honest, the Lindsay thing that was like a low ball. I don't know why I said that. I feel like it's also probably the pressure of the cameras, the pressure yes. of people and around you. And I think you. it before she came in the house, people were kind of, you know, talking shit about her. And so I had just kind of got cool with everyone in the house. I had <laughs> gone through my <laughs> fight. Like, I think I was like weirdly trying to bond yeah. with that car and just like be like, yeah, guys, I agree. And it was like so stupid because she hadn't done anything wrong to me. And she actually had complimented me, which was like, they had shown the scene of her complimenting me, saying, like, yeah. they got a younger, hotter version of me, and then me in the car being like, she's actually not that cute. Oh my God. And to that, I felt bad. I mean, I just feel like,
0: if anything, I remember you also saying that, like, watching it back, you realized things that you wanted to, like, yeah, you it was having a mirror in front of your face and seeing things that you wanted to work on too.
1: Yeah, you don't realize until after you do a show and your every move is filmed every second of the day for three weeks, you don't realize your biggest faults. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's it's looking in the mirror. It's a huge mirror right in front of you, seeing yourself televised and understanding how many things you need to work on. Yeah. So I did a lot of like self-reflecting after that. Which was I'm, really proud, of good I'm proud
0: of you. That was good. <laughs> you learned from that one, which is good. Yeah. When you were, like, so after the show, when you were just, like, down about everything, talk a little bit more about just, like, your mental health at that point and how you got yourself in a better place when you yeah, like... Because it was rough for a little, I think. Yeah,
1: it really was. I think cyberbullying is a huge thing. And I didn't even experience it on the level to, like, really crazy celebrities. I can't even imagine what that's like. But cyberbullying is crazy because people will say things that they would never dare say to your face. And I was getting told, I wish you would have gotten raped. I hope you get raped. Like the craziest things. And like, I have been through actual sexual Mm -hmm. abuse. And so to hear those things was so crazy to me that people are going out of their way and telling me these things. And I know, I talked to a lot of production about this and they're like, it's just a phase, like it'll pass. And I get that. And it did pass. And I don't get a lot of messages anymore, but it still doesn't negate the fact that it was a really hard thing to go through. Mm -hmm. You're getting hundreds and hundreds of messages, emails, comments of people saying such degrading, hurtful things. And you start to believe it about yourself. Like there were times where I would read things and I would be like, wow, like people really just don't like me. And you start to internalize that instead of wanting to grow from it, you start to internalize it and just be like, wow, I'm not a good person. So I really had to dig deep and understand, okay, what are the things that I have learned that I want to change from after that show? And what are the things that are false mm-hmm. and that I just need to stop listening to and letting into my ear? And so it was really deciding like, okay, these couple things that I'm getting told, maybe I do need to work on those things because these were a huge thing that a lot of people commented on. And it was deciding, okay, which things am I going to work on and which things am I going to be like that's not me. I don't identify with that and push it to the side.
0: I just remember like during that whole season, I feel like you had a lot of like anxiety and you were just taking it day by day. Yeah. And then I feel like eventually it kind of, I don't know what it was, but like there was like a shift in you where it kind of died down and I think you just, I don't know if it was maybe even meeting Jacob that like.
1: Yeah. I think like Jacob helped with a lot of it. Yeah. I actually met him before the show came out.
0: Okay. Okay. I was going to say was there like anxiety around the show and Jacob
1: and the episodes
0: because you had just started like dating him?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like he was getting messages and some comments that he was getting. It was really hurtful for me because Mm -hmm. it was a new relationship and he was getting messages like you shouldn't be with her. She's so insecure. And before he even gets to know me, he's getting told this. And so I think I just had to kind of be like, you know what? He'll see me for who I am. And if he loves me he's not going to let these affect us. any. he didn't. He's
0: obsessed, he's obsessed with you. I mean, okay. The one thing I will say about you, Jess, I feel like every guy is obsessed with you. No. <laughs> no, I swear. Which is also, okay. I'm just going to say this because I, whatever. When, when we were watching the episodes and they were showing that relationship, the, the difference in what it was like in real <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wish this could be a like, repeat because like I remember
0: sweet. my jaw was just like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, no, because I met him with you yeah. when he came and visited, and I'm like, it was not like that at all. They make it seem like he's not interested, and then yeah. it's like you're this crazy girl who's like obsessive, and yeah, I was just like, they did you
1: so fucking dirty. No. By the way, <laughs> they did you they dirty. Did me so dirty. Like, I was the one that ended that relationship. Mm -hmm. And now he's, you know, in a new relationship and that's great. I mean, I don't talk to him, but he's in a new relationship and I'm, I get messages from people and I got tagged in these things, this, whatever, a bunch of photos the other day. And it was like, the, the idea is like he basically was the player and he played me (laughs) and he broke up with me and found someone better. And I was like, (laughs) first of all, I broke up with you, but you're right though. The way that they portrayed the relationship versus you saw when we were in person was night and day. And even in the house, it was like that. He was the one that was, I would go to say he was interested first. Like I think he was interested first and he was playing this game with me, which whatever. And it worked, but he was the one that visited me. Yeah, it, You know, he came to California. I mean,
0: I feel like when we all hung out, like I thought he was because he was like so nice to you and was cute and everything. And so when the show came out, I was like, what? Like it was just yeah. like, it was weird. It was crazy to see how, how much editing can really make things look a certain way. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine that would be really frustrating and just like hard to deal with. Yeah. But... On a happier subject, you met Jacob, who's literally amazing. So do you want to tell people how you guys met? Because I feel like people probably ask you guys a lot.
1: So Jacob and I met on Raya at a dating app, and you actually were there for our first (laughs) date. It sure was. The famous
0: first (laughs) date. Third wheeling for way too long in that relationship, (laughs) Bonnie.
1: Yeah, you've third wheeled a lot in that relationship, but... (laughs) We started dating quickly after we met, a couple weeks after. We kind of became exclusive, like right away. And I think it was just the consistency and the trust that I had in him. He was very loyal right away, very much a man of his word. Mm -hmm. He did what he said he was going to do. And we kind of just spent every day together. So, I think when you first start dating people, and this was the thing I, my common mistake I would always do in relationships in LA, especially you're like, oh, well, it's not that serious Mm -hmm. or like, I don't need to see them more than once a week. Like that's normal. Right. And Jacob was the first guy that I realized, okay, it's not normal to be in a relationship or situationship or whatever the fuck you call it in LA. It shouldn't be normal to see them only once a week or once every two weeks. That's not a relationship. And I think we normalize it so much here. It's because, oh, he's so busy. has so much going on. No, bitch, he's dating other girls. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you straight the fuck up. He's dating other girls. Every single time a guy has not seen me more than once a week, it's because he's seen Sally and Susan (laughs) on Thursday and Friday. So that's all I got to say. Not Sally and Susan. I know. is that the truth though that's the truth if if he doesn't want yep. yes, to see you more than once a week it's because he's cheating on you okay he's seeing someone else he's sleeping with someone else okay and i'm just gonna be real with you i always lied to myself like oh my god he's probably just so busy he probably yeah. did not even have his phone for three days like these are the lies i would tell myself and now i'm like jacob wouldn't even go 10 minutes without texting no me you back. guys were in several. yeah like, we were it was seven. the point
0: where i was like Jess I can't hang out with you two
1: all the time I well I was never away from him so yeah it was like oh can Jacob come too yeah so I think I just realized like normal relationships healthy relationships you should probably see them more than once a week no I 100% agree. unless you both are actually busy okay right but if, if- but you
0: know when like if you're getting anxious about it because yes. you're like uneasy and you can't see them and you're like I don't really know what he's doing yeah you know when he's being sneaky like 100 percent. you don't want to believe it all the time but if you're anxious about it then it's probably yeah you know, if you know when someone's anxious, like actually unable to like hang out all the time yeah versus they well i just excuses.
1: don't believe that there's anyone that's that can't hang out like more than once a week if they can't okay well you guys all-
0: <laughs> yes that's okay you guys also working out like every single day you both have very flexible jobs <laughs> like i'm sure think- that's true <laughs> That's like hard. I don't think every single person's gonna be able to hang out like whenever they want all the time. Like okay. some people have normal more than nine once to five. a
1: week, though. Yeah, I, I agree think with more that. than once a week. Yeah, but I agree. It, it, not like three days a week. Yeah, more than one twice. Okay, twice
0: starting out like twice. Yeah, two to three times is a good amount. Yeah, you don't want to. Or at least every he should be
1: either. available. Yeah. That's another thing. He should be available. Like, hey, baby, I can <laughs> see you Saturday, and then you can decide. Actually, I'm busy Saturday, but at least he said to you, I can if you yeah. want to. He should be
0: making an effort at least to yeah. see you multiple times a week. For sure.
1: I remember on the first date,
0: why I was there, I don't know. <laughs> but on the first date, his big like thing that stood out to me was your, I don't know what was wrong with your car. Something was wrong with your car. And he insisted that we go to AutoZone or whatever to fix the problem. And like he took care of it, did it for you. And I just remember being like, we were in the car like, <laughs> we were in love with him. <laughs> yeah there's a video you
1: can check it out on my literally in the video you're like I think I'm gonna marry him
0: yeah it was like first day meeting him but that really was like something that like has and he's been consistent with that it's not like he did that one thing and he was like nice in the beginning and then it kind of died off like he's never stopped with that yeah like I think when I look at your guys relationship I respect it so much because I'm like he truly treats you the way that you should be treated and that has also set the standard for me when I'm like talking to guys I'm like Okay, he's not doing Jacob's doing it. i'm not I don't want it, but it is true, like he really does you know set that standard and yeah that I feel like for so long we've either kind of turned a like shoulder to what's the phrase turned blind, blind eye. eye I don't know what these turned to are.
1: shoulder is that a phrase turned to shoulder. <laughs> Turn a blind eye because I don't know. Wait, idioms. turn a blind eye. Does that make sense? I don't because you're blind. So how would you turn a blind eye if you're already
0: whatever blind? the idiom is? But like we've just <laughs> let people who are these shitty guys come into our lives mm-hmm. and we kind of turn a blind eye to it and let it happen because we're just not setting those standards first. Yeah. But I think Jacob really set that for you, and it also just is a good role model for me. So I
1: think. Thank you. I think that the setting the standard is especially i don't know if it's just la maybe it's maybe it's not maybe it is but i think in la a lot of girls standards are very very low Mm -hmm. like if a guy does the bare minimum a girl is like okay great you can have me and i think we have to hold our standards a little bit higher and meeting jacob taught me like holy shit, I had such low standards before I met him. And after meeting him, he's fixing my car. He's communicating every single day with me like shows up with flowers literally probably twice a week. Like I don't even post half the stuff he does because I don't want to be that girl that's like showing how much he does for me, but he literally does so much for me at least once or twice a week. He's cooking me either breakfast, lunch or dinner, showing up with flowers, like massaging me. He does the most because (laughs) he he loves me. I will say,
0: I think it's hard to find a Jacob though. Like they, it's not like they're on, like, everywhere you well, go, you're not meeting them out all the time. Like, that, he's a
1: rare. Like Well, I agree, but I also think Jacob's, like, the nice guy. There's a lot of nice guys in girls' lives yeah, that's that they're kind of just like... Okay. And And I agree. Maybe some of them aren't that cute. I think that... (laughs) That's the thing.
0: Jacob's also like so hot. Like he has it all. It's not like he's like the nice guy who's like a little
1: nerdy. Right. That's why I don't want to say settle for the nice guy. Because
0: he's like, like, he was an Abercrombie model growing up. Like he was on the bag, on the wall when you were like 16 and walked into the store.
1: Like I agree. But I will say if I wasn't in a healthy point in my life where I was able to perceive his love, it would have scared me. Mm -hmm. And remember in the beginning, it did scare me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even though, yeah, he has it all. And like, I would consider him a 10 out of 10, but I couldn't even receive his love in the beginning. Yeah, I was like, this is too much for me. Like he loves me too much because we're conditioned to believe that our standards should be lower. So that's the love that we accept. So once we get more love, it's really hard to accept that. So if, if there's any advice I would give to girls, it would be learn how to accept the love that you deserve. That will bring in the Jacobs yeah and and they'll they'll get hotter you'll see the hotter ones that will come in like but you I'm gotta start accepting I'm the kidding. nice ones <laughs> it's hard out here okay it is it is
0: because i try with the nice ones and i just you get the egg.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's bad it's, it's not like, good ew. i really do sometimes try too i right. i there isn't as many nice hot guys but they are awesome. And I don't even mean like, you don't
0: have to be the most perfect looking guy. When I say hot, it's like whatever hot is to you. Like my type and your type are very different. Like right. what we think are like attractive. It's like, yeah. so it's like whatever hot is to you, it's not like a certain like physical thing, but just like being a tr- like sexually attracted to someone yeah. and them also being a nice guy.
1: Yeah. But I think it, I think they do exist. I know. They're hard <laughs> to find, but, but it's easier to find them when you're like, Nope, not you. No, no, no. If you don't waste your times with like the bad ones, I know. they just take so much energy, dude. Like, do they though? Because they're only seeing you once a week. (laughs) Oh, but you're crying about them, like on the not you, but like I would. I would really sit and cry and be so sad. Yeah, I yeah. When I would like date those losers, because yeah, they I only saw them once a week, but I wanted to see them more. So then I was crying I mean, about the this. rest, the whole rest of the week. You're thinking about them. You're like, are when they texting? Are, they, text text me? Me? are yeah. they yeah, yeah? Checking their story. Where are they at? Maybe you're yeah. sneaking into events that they're at. <laughs> Is that what
0: you were doing? Is that what I do?
1: <laughs> no. Well, no, I would make sure I would sometimes be at places. Places. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I would mean, be every... invited to the same thing. So then I would be like, oh, okay, I'll go, you know. Run into But them. then you see them with another girl and you're like, all right, wish why I didn't did come. I come? <laughs> wish I didn't come. <laughs> this is why I feel like guys like to play the field because they have options. Yeah. Right? Like, they feel like I'm the man. But I think that I I don't like that because... I don't like when people are are having their options. Then. Yeah. No. Because, you know, if we don't like when that's done to us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Giving her a little call. I'm or over here.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Okay. But, we had a video that went viral about manifesting. And it yeah. was the video that we were actually manifesting for Jacob. <laughs> what are your what – you're big into journaling. Yeah. What are some of your manifesting techniques or your tips and tricks when it comes to attracting love into your life
1: yeah I didn't hold back at all and I actually because I was manifesting so much I had a dream that I married this model (laughs) who was like rich successful hot like in my dream he literally looked like Jacob this was four months before I met him and I was trying to manifest him and I had a dream about him and I remember thinking like yeah that's mine you start to believe it. I think that's the biggest thing. The more that you write it down, you believe that you're deserving of that kind of love. And oftentimes what holds us back from receiving it is we don't believe we're meant to have that. Right. So kind of tricks your mind a little bit. The more that you write down every quality that you want. And like, I didn't hold back at all. I was like, I want him to be hot. I want him to be rich, successful night. Nice. I promise there's like good traits there too. <laughs> Nice, kind, sweet, loving family man. Yeah, like I just wrote everything and the YouTube video, the
0: one, you, whatever, when you sent me. Yeah, if you like, I don't know if manifesting while you sleep is a thing, but just like playing it before yeah. you go to bed and like letting it play. I swear, whenever I'm consistent with the one you sent me, good things start to happen. It's crazy. I've, I forgot. I haven't been doing it lately, but I need. To I need to do again. it again too, because it just helps with everything in your life. I'll leave the link for it, but. It was, is it like a 30-day one or something? Yeah,
1: you have to do it every day for, for 30 days. days. I did it every day for five months <laughs> until I manifested Jacob.
0: I know, I need to start doing that again. But I feel like I do it and then I think I meet this guy that's going to be nice and they're, like, nice at first and then they become, like...
1: Oh, okay. So well, it, you get it, closer But I'm getting time. closer and
0: closer each yeah. time. That's what I keep telling myself. Every yeah. time I'm, like, think that this person is, like, going to be better yeah. and it doesn't work out, I'm like, okay, but they were better than the last and so we're getting 100%. closer.
1: That's a huge win. Yeah. They're better than the last. <laughs> but they have to be better than the last. Yeah. In they the can we're... never be worse. No, no, no. We can never go down. No. You always got to... Upgrade. Mm-hmm. All right. So now you and Jacob
0: are living together. Yeah.
1: How's that been going? We actually <laughs> live together. I'll probably get some hate. But we actually moved in together five months after knowing each other. Yeah, five months after dating.
0: I did the same thing. I think it was actually when four
1: months. Ex, oh yeah, you did too. Six months, and it was fine. Yeah, for a and while. it was yeah. good, right? Yeah, you guys had a great relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we still are friends. It was just
1: yeah. At the time, things were changing, but yeah, we moved I think in really quickly too. Living together, you're thrown into something right away, so you can either crash and burn or you can just learn how to work with each other, and you start to excel a lot in your relationship. So. I think it's been great for our relationship.
0: What would be your tips for someone who's like moving in with their significant other things that you were like, oh, fuck, I wish I would
1: have known this before. I was actually thinking about this last night. You don't get as much alone time. And I don't know if I'm just like addicted to my phone, but I'm like sometimes I just want to scroll on TikTok. And you feel bad when you're. And I around. can't because Jacob is never on his phone. Like literally, if his phone was broken for a week, he wouldn't care. His, <sighs> he's never on it. So whenever I'm like kind of just wanting to be mindless and just scroll on TikTok, and he's there, I feel bad, <laughs> so I don't do it. But so you'll you'll kind of miss those moments a little bit of just like. Mm-hmm. being alone. And also I think living with someone, you it's harder to have depressed days because I'm someone like I have a lot of like ups and downs. I think it's just like everyone kind of does actually mental health mm-hmm. issues, you know. But I think the days where you're down, it's hard to be there for someone else. So you kind of not get exposed, but you can't really hide. You know, when you're alone and like you can just like hide on a depressed day. On those days where you're kind of just like sad or depressed, you actually have to face things a little bit more because you live with someone and you're going to affect their day if you don't kind of address what's going on. So that's good, though. Yeah, you guys are so fucking cute. It's like,
0: <laughs> but I I do. I am happy for you because I feel like you really have gone through some shit and you deserve yeah. it more than anyone. And so I'm happy that you guys are together.
1: Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, I really love him. You know, I was thinking, though, the other night I had a nightmare Mm -hmm. of how I used to let myself get treated. And Jacob's like, what's wrong, babe? And I'm like, I literally had a nightmare of like the way I used to get treated by guys because actually it scars you the way that you get treated sometimes. Like they just like replace you.
0: I'll have, like, times where I'm in the car and I'm driving and I'll just have a flashback of those moments Mm -hmm. of, like, ways I was treated or things that guys have done to me that I at the moment I almost sometimes disassociated with it and didn't realize how fucked up it was. Oh, yeah. And then I, like, think back and I'm like, no, that was actually really not okay. And, like, why did I just, like not speak up or anything or do anything about it and just let people treat Mm -hmm. me that way and then we don't want to be a drama queen so
1: we're like no it's totally we try
0: and be like easy and chill and not cause problems and whatever and I'm like what the fuck was wrong with me then
1: yeah that's also what I've learned being the chill girl does not get you the good guy I set my standards in the beginning with Jacob and I was not shy about the way that I needed to be treated and he met me at those standards yeah the second that you're, like, trying to be the cool girl, like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Don't even hit me back. It's cool. <laughs> don't, don't respond. It's fine. Come on. It's, it's totally fine. Go weeks without responding. What would you say to a girl if she, like, she texts a guy and they don't respond? Remember in out? the beginning before I met Jacob, I was like, cut them off quick. Yeah, like, yeah, bam, yeah, bam, bam, bam. I would probably, if you really like him, I would probably text him again and ask to get together.
0: <laughs> what? Okay. No. Why? <laughs> I didn't think I I thought you were gonna say something else to be honest.
1: Oh, well, the only reason is because a lot of guys are really scared to trust. So if you can just get him in person, I wouldn't judge a guy based on his texting. (laughs) Force him to hang out with you. You can just go on and get him in person. Yeah, no, I feel that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Where can everyone find you?
1: You can find me at Jessica. S T O C K E R. Oh, you're probably gonna put it on the screen. <laughs> I don't have to spell it out. <laughs> okay. I'll just add Sorry, it. Sorry, Jessica Stalker, <laughs> on Instagram, TikTok. That's it. And oh,
0: actually, we... we have two other episodes with you from the the ODI days, one drinking days, where you talk about confidence and oh, dating cool and stuff.
1: You're reposting them?
0: I mean, they're just still on there. Oh yeah. So, so you can always go back and listen to them if you want more Jessica Stalker in your life. Okay. Thank you. I love you. Oh, I love you. You're the best.